Welcome into another edition of our TD Green podcast, the show after the show, as we are at the Western New York PGA headquarters after we just did our live show on WGR here back for a little bit more along with Kevin Sylvester and Jeff Medes. I'm Brian Colziel. Uh, one of the topics on our show this week was the golf ball and some of the news that made this week by the USGA and the RNA about maybe some possible proposals to change or scale back the golf ball. Uh, Kevin, the reaction from players this week was pretty strong. Uh, it certainly was. Um, you know, the term is bifurcation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of that. And, uh, you know, essentially let's uh, let's dumb it down because I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> rolling back the golf mm-hmm. ball. Uh, it's distance, right? It's the distance debate here. And, you know, what they want to do is uh, bring it back 15, 20 yards, if you will, now. To me, to make a, a significant difference, that'd be 50. They, they want to do it for the elite players. They don't want to do it for everyday players. Right. Yes. Okay. Um, but everyday players are panicking, meaning, oh, my gosh, well, I have to buy a new driver. and, and new, Well, first of all, this is years off. Um, the tour of the professionals, you think about all the time and, I'll say, frankly, money they spend. They make a ton of money doing it. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh, the elite players do, and even the – Rank and file, and, and that's an insult to use those words, so I apologize to uh, professionals. I mean, you're still top players in the world, but all the time and work they put in on their equipment, on which golf ball's right, on keeping their body right to perform at that level, and now you're going to change the game. That's essentially what, what, it's, what it's going to be. Um, so, and it, it's to, to lower their scores distance-wise, and I just think, like, no, they – it's a, it's it's entertainment, right? It's sports entertainment. Um, I mean, you look at other sports, Brian, the NHL. We, uh, what can we do to increase goal scoring, right? People want to see goals scored. Are we going to go uh, back to wooden sticks in the NHL because the puck's going in the net more? No, yeah. of course not. But I always yeah. thought right? they should, frankly, because, because uh, <laughs> no, this is – I always – you know what? Real, I, I argued this, and I remember um, I was talking about this with Larry Playfair once, and he said, Kevin, I heard you say something about wooden sticks. I go, well, here's my argument, Larry. Uh, baseball uses wooden bats, they don't use and they bats, still right. they still hit home runs, and they still hit a significant amount of home runs. And when we were young, watch Reggie Jackson led the league one year. I think he had thirty home runs. Thirty home runs is the All Star break now. So, because what happened? I'll just say evolution. Players figured out how to train better, to to swing better, more efficiently. Um, the home run swing, they're more powerful. Reggie Jackson, we used to think how big he was. He's actually a small guy. Right, Mike Schmidt used to be a home run hitter. He'd be a second baseman today, like the size. So, I, I think uh, the same things happened in golf. Right, it used to be Arnie and Jack hit the ball a mile because they were bigger and stronger than everybody. So, what did golfers do? They got bigger and stronger. Yep. Right. Yeah, so, everybody complained about Jack. Yeah. He plays a game with which I'm not familiar. Was a quote about Jack because he hit it so far. Because he didn't play football. He played golf. Yeah. Right. So now, uh, you know, blame Tiger if you want. We're athletes. Um, if you watch Full Swing, Tony Finau. Tony Finau's a, an athlete. He went and played golf. Um, played yeah. college basketball, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, d- you know, Dustin Johnson. I know he's with an, another thing. What, whatever. DJ, play golf. An he's athlete. a great athlete. Yep. So, the, you know, that's what you're seeing. The, the athletes are, are went to play golf because uh, they got hooked on the sport and they enjoy it and they see a way uh, to make a living doing it and a pretty damn good one at best. So uh, you're, you're changing the game. And then for... Um, you know, where the money comes from in golf and broadcasting, you know, par 
you know, sometimes par is a good score, but not in every hole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, you can't have, you, you want to see some birdies. You want to see some eagles. You know, it's sexy. It sells. Is it all about them worrying about, like, scoring records? And, I mean, I know last year it could be stemming from the fact the Open Championship at the old course at St. Andrews. We know there were some days there where the players really, really scored well. And, you know, you wonder if but this the isn't a reaction to that. and all that or... They've been talking you know, about this for years. years. Yeah, they yes. have been talking about yes. this for years. But I, that could have that could have kind of been a push over the edge from the RNA. They, you know, that that venue is historic for them. They don't like golfers coming in and just ripping it to shreds like they did last year. They don't want to lose the grand old facilities. They don't want to make those out of the rota. You know what I mean? If they're hitting it, and I understand that. And but I, I, I to bifurcate the rules to have a rules for the best players in the world, and then a different rules for everybody else, and a different golf ball for the best players in the world, and then. There's uh, like you said, Kevin, earlier today. You can the golf course defends. I think the golf course should defend par, not the right. equipment. Listen, the the last two U.S. Opens where they value par more than any other venue and you know golf entity in in the world. Mm-hmm. The last two U.S. Opens at shorter courses where they were nervous about it was Marion and the Country Club last year. And I'd argue there were two of the more entertaining, more memorable U.S. Opens in our history. Rose beating Mickelson by a shot. And they were barely under par, if at all. I feel like maybe Rose was even or minus one when he won. And last year, when Matthew Fitzpatrick hits that shot out of the bunker, he and Zalatoris are going at it. I didn't once sit there and ever think, like, oh, they're, they, you know, they weren't ripping these courses well, up. And going, if, if you set up the course properly, I think, well, I think they setting- can, if there's a score you're nervous about, like, you can protect it. I think it's... Oh, especially over four days. And yeah. aren't, they've also gone the other way because they went too far, making it too hard. And now they're trying to make it the U.S. Open more specifically, which is run by the USGA. They're trying to make it more entertaining and let people make more birdies. They don't want to see you win at five over. They want to see you win at eight to ten under or whatever it is. So here's here's my, I guess my... I'll just I'll speak to the USGA because we're more familiar with that. Then, you know, the RNA is a governing body. We see the Open Championship, and it's just a different kind of golf Yes, uh, over there on links courses and playing the ball. You can play the ball along the ground. And, and they such. used to play a different ball over there, man. They played a smaller ball for a long time. So uh, we'll just speak to the U.S. Open. Um, and the U.S. Open, yeah, I, I always thought par was a good score, and we got accustomed to that. And then that changed really what Aaron Hill's. Uh, you know, Mary Kepka went like what nineteen yeah, or something I, I, like that. I think yeah. Marion's, uh, you know, too far ago, technology. About a decade ago, yeah. Technology and training wise, you know, I'll use the training aspect again because I think that's really evolved in the last decade, also. Oh yeah, um, huge difference. Yes, science is in golf. Yes, analytics. Yes, and data. It was Ten years ago, Marion. Yeah, Rose but, won. Yeah, but you have analytics and data also, and. You see players play holes differently. Matter of fact, I'll just go the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Bay Hill's a hard golf course. Players know it's a hard golf course. The 11th hole, players used to lay up all the time. Then uh, analytics said, no, hit driver. And so everybody's hitting driver, blasting it down there. Now they're like, yeah, you know what? This is what this is what the data team tells me to do. That's part of it also. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, because I remember when I was growing up, you know, you laid to a good yardage with your wedge all the time on par fives yeah. if you couldn't reach into that. Not was now. That was the gospel. Now the numbers, the data say, I'm going to blast my three-wood up as close as I can, even if I'm in the rough. Right. And that gives me a better chance to shoot a better score. So, you know, part of this is, to me, uh, so how does a golf course defend par? Um, well, some of it is just by mere design and layout. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the other is going to be, all right, we have to grow rough and narrow fairways. That costs more money and a little more work. Green speeds are way up also. Green were, speeds are higher. Yes. yes. And you might say, well, uh, we'll make them faster. No, you can't do that because when, but sometimes slower greens are more difficult to play. Right. It also depends on the slope because you get beyond three or four degrees of certain green speeds and the ball just won't stop. Yes. So, yeah, there's a million things that go into it. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm against, I, they, I, they've been talking about this for a long time, but I, part of the joy of golf is I can play the same course as these tour players i can play the same golf yes. ball as these tour players i operate by the same rules as these tour players They're the best players in the world um and you know and i can compete with a handicap against the best players in the world i, I think that i think part of the uh thing about golf the appeal of it for um you know joe golfer or jane golfer out there right the average golfer is um they can go to a golf the golfer can go and play uh, a golf course, and I can play the same tees Nelly Corda plays, and use the same golf ball Nelly Corda plays, and see that she's not—they're not as good as Nelly Corda. There you go. That's exactly right. <laughs> yes. That's exactly right. I'm not even close. And uh, I'm going to say that's no matter gender. <laughs> right. You'll see you're not as good as Nelly Corda. So you appreciate their greatness even more. It's like you can go to a pitching machine with a wooden bat, have it throw 95 miles per hour. You may not even touch the darn thing. And if you do, your hands are going to sting like hell. So you can appreciate how good uh, baseball players are. How many people go to Sawgrass and play the back tees because they want to play from where the pros play? Everybody. Almost half of them, I would not, imagine. Not recommended. It's not recommended. So, right. Yeah, people do it at Oak Hill all the time. You know, I want yeah. to play from the championship I, I did it once. Yeah. Right. Just to bring it into these times, we, we mentioned, yes. you said maybe Marion's too. Okay, last year, Brookline, the shortest U.S. Open. That was in Brookline, the in, country club. Brookline, the country club, yes. Yes. Sorry. Um, 7,033 yards. That's really short compare, compared to the average. And that's long. Right. That's 7,000. No, compared to the. PGA events, PGA professional right, events. Right. That's a shorter course, just over seven thousand sure. seven seven zero three three. There were only out of the entire field, which is one hundred and fifty four players here, nine golfers finished under par. Fitzpatrick at six under won it. You had, and look at the, look at these names: Scheffler, Zalatoris were at five, Matsuyama at three, Morikawa, Rory at two, McCarthy, Hadwin, and Bradley at one. That was it. Nine players under par. It was dramatic. It was phenomenal. It was great. I don't. I think if you. I, I don't think you're going to lose great golf courses. Like they went back there because of obviously the hundredth anniversary of of the story. What the greatest game ever played. We heard of that Francis who met right. Yes. Like all that. But I remember leading up to it, they were worried. Like, uh oh, this course is not up to the length of today's was, standards and all this sort of stuff. Weather helped. It, it was, was cold. It, it was did. cold. It was cold. But for you know you June, can, you can still if you. I just think if you want to set up the course. To, to get a certain score, you probably can obtain it. Well, like they were nervous that they were going to yeah. come in and shoot 28 under and it was going to turn into like, you know, one of these, the American Express Championship or something like that. The, like, way, no. the ways to obtain it are you narrow fairways, grow the rough, maybe add bunkers, you know, move bunkers. Like there are some bunkers, there are, there are courses here in Western New York that there are some bunkers that are obsolete now. They're just visual uh, visual impairments, if you will, on the tee, but they're not really in play. And players know it because, hey, we're, we're also hitting it farther because, uh, you know, the equipment has added to it. I hit it further now at 54 years old than right. I did when I was 23. And, and I, I think there's no denying equipment, equipment has added to this, but 
we're talking on the elite level here, right? I mean, that's where this is really talked about. And and here's the other thing: uh, if you're on the PGA Tour, the PGA Tour can say, "Yeah, this is great." However, we're our own. We're our own. We're gonna entity. do whatever. Yeah, we can, yeah, we can do whatever they want. We can do whatever we want. Here's another question. Like they're saying, it's a for the elite player. Well, where's that line drawn? Is that D one college? I don't necessarily. I, I, I think that is that is the big question, right? And right? I know where there's is, a lot of questions to be cleared up. Is it is it the Corn Ferry Tour? Is it is, is it, it as soon as you start getting paid a cent to play? Then is that's it the, the New line? York State Open? Well, there right. are there are plenty of college golf, right? Then that well. What about high-level high school golf? What about yeah? But there are plenty tour? of amateurs a, who are outstanding players who choose a different path in life. True. So I mean, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, was it Bobby Jones an amateur? He was. Okay. Yeah. The greatest golfers ever. So he chose a different path. Yeah. Uh, probably because that path wasn't as lucrative to play professional golf back in the day. But there are high-quality amateur players that work in medicine, whatever. Right. So yeah. Garrett that, Rank. Garrett Rank, yes, the uh, NHL official. Um, yeah, that's a great question. You know, the Porter Cup, folks who are in the Porter Cup here in Niagara Falls, so, you know, they're wondering, okay, well, what is this going to mean for us yeah. <laughs> in the future here? Because we have collegiate golfers and high-ranking amateurs come play our event. Yeah, I think that's that's going to be really the tough spot. No, no matter what setup they actually come, no matter physically the logistics of the golf ball and what rules they decide to do with it, whether they – Say hey, this is the specs, all this sort of stuff. Yeah. But where where is that line drawn? I, I wonder if say, it was hey, discussed with the tour before this decision was made. Probably, no, I'm going to say no. Very difficult to figure that out. I, I'm gonna, I'm going to say no because the tour doesn't have to follow this. Yeah, like you said, right? It, yeah, the tour doesn't. No, no. And if the tour doesn't adopt it, but this rule goes bye bye. And, and um, I think it's also important that it's a local. Right? Then they say it would be a, a local rule. Mm-hmm. It's not exactly. Hey, this is going to be a rule. If I if I remember that correctly here, and perhaps we you know way to bury the lead, Sylvester, right? Uh, it's a it'd be a local rule, so, so it's not like it's a it's an all encompassing rule. So I mean, could it could it get to the point where Rory McIlroy is playing the golf ball he wants on the PGA Tour, and then he shows up to play the U.S. Open, and they say, "Hey, you have to play this." Now. And I think that's why they said it that way. Yes, because yeah. that's that, exactly that, right. And I. Th- yeah, I think that's as far as this might get, to be honest. I agree. Um, yes. Where you might go to one event a year and have to play a different ball, and I can't see that being a successful endeavor for the USGA in any way, shape, or form. Well, uh, but the endeavors, if it's just for their championships, then players will have to live with it. Right, they'll do it. The players yes. will do it. Yeah. Um, and I understand. And what, there's a way around those sponsorship things, like you said. So you can yeah, stamp it. Well, I said in the show, what, which I always thought would be interesting to see is, hey, this is the ball. Uh, Jeff, you're a Callaway player. I play another brand. Uh, your ball stamped with Callaway. Mine stamped with my brand, but it's the same exact ball. So we, we are playing the same golf ball. Yeah, I, I got no problem with that. Yeah, I, I just think that'd be inter- interesting to see. Now, you know. Would it ever it, come to that with clubs? Everybody's mm, got to play the same clubs. I can't see it. It's just everybody's yeah, so think, unique. Yeah, it's so unique. Because I, I, not everybody baseball, swing. everybody has their own bat, different right. weight, different brand. Same with hockey sticks, right? Everybody's got their own. different And it's got to fit brand. you. Your equipment's you, you know somebody's five two, well, somebody's six four. Yeah, listen, we're we're in this era right now of uh, evolution in golf again, professional golf. Uh, what I would like to see is you know maybe it's a three club tournament. You get three clubs in your bag. You know, and and let, let's, you're an idea man, Kev. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, you know, but you, you, we're going to play a shorter golf course. Uh, you know, and it's it's a three club tournament. You know, and, and you know, 
maybe that's what Tiger and Rory do with this TGL thing. It's going to be an indoor kind of thing, but you know, you'll see some different things with that. But, yeah, I, I think anything and anything's open right now on the entertainment side. But I, I think this was made, to Brian's point, for the majors, yeah, for their championships. Their, the U.S. Amateur, U.S. Opens. For their events and that. Yeah. yeah. That's what I think. Okay. I agree. All right, good stuff. Hope you enjoyed that discussion what on the fun golf is ball. A, what fun is agreeing? People want to hear debate. We 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 got to be like first take. We got to we got to manufacture <laughs> yell at each a, other. Yeah, we got to stare and scream at each other and manufacture. I like good a discussion. I like good discussion. We had a good discussion. I usually like to counter points, but I I I feel strongly that this is a mistake. So I I I just I, I'm all for promoting golf and making golf better and making yeah. everybody have more fun. Is it more fun to hit it further and watch tour players? Hit I think it further? there's more cons to pro than pros. Yes. When yeah. I when I look at this, you know, yeah. maybe as they develop it and there's more information out about it and they fine-tune it and decide hey where are they going to draw the line all this sort of stuff i mean maybe our opinions will change yeah, as true. we get more information well, but as it, what we heard from this week well, i don't I, like it as you know hang on what, you know, we're missing one thing you know and some uh i don't know which writer wrote it you know we haven't heard I, i'll be interested to see what uh augusta national has to say about this right um at the, Once they have spoken, yes. Yeah, at the, you know, at the Masters this year. <laughs> they'll have the press conference in a couple of weeks, and they'll talk, yeah. they'll get asked, I'm sure, about it. Because the 13th hole is going to look uh, mightily different this year. The par 5 13th. They've, New tees. Yeah. Yeah, all it's back even further. Scotty Scheffler went and played it after winning the Players' Championship and said, yeah, it's driver now. Has to hit driver. It's a different hole because of the distance they added, but they had to spend like $30 million to buy the land from, uh, I think it's Augusta Country Club that's on the other side there, that they bought a hole. And <laughs> I think it cost $30 million or something. Yeah, they just what did if, that, though. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> that's exactly right. Um, uh, so you have to hit driver on that hole now instead of a fairway metal around the corner. So that, I'm, I'm, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays. Yeah. But they've been adding, right, tiger-proofing yeah. <laughs> the golf course, which um, has yeah. been happening since he yes. Since '97, they've been doing it. And they yes. talked. They tried to do it for Jack, you know. And they, yeah, same right. stuff. So, yeah. T to Green Radio com is our website. T two G Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram. Check out all of our social media pages. Uh, thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the this edition of the T to Green podcast. Kevin Sylvester, Jeff Metis, I'm Brian Colsey. We'll talk to you next time here on T to Green.